Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. What are the main beliefs are within parenthesis or truths that you base your life on? What are the main beliefs that you base your life on? It's so beautiful. Hmm? Main belief is that I want to be always super happy. Because that's what I feel. The experience of God. When you experience God, you are supremely happy. In that respect, everybody is looking for that happiness. Where a person is a believer or a non-believer, is religious or not, theist or a theist. Not only people, even animals, plants, everything in the world, everything that's created, that is visible and invisible, they all look for this one thing, happiness. I want to be happy. No matter who it is, what it is. You put a plant in a dark corner, it doesn't seem to be happy there. It strains its neck towards the window to get a little light. Give a shock to your metal, it doesn't feel comfortable. Because everything has life. They all want to be happy. Among human beings, we do everything just to be happy. Ask somebody who goes and breaks up a bank, wanting to rob a bank. I say, why are you doing? Oh, I want to get some money. What for? To be happy. Ask the FBI, why are you looking for that culprit? You want to make money and be happy. The thief as well as the police both want to be happy. Every, why do you want to make money? To be happy. It looks like, a, a, I think Ramakrishna Paramahamsa gave another example. A woodcutter. Somebody went to say, I said, why are you cutting wood from day, morning till night? Getting so tired. Why do you want to cut? If I don't cut wood and sell it, I can't find food. So I'm cutting wood to find food. Oh, okay, all right. Toward the evening when he saw him at home, he was having a nice big meal. I said, you seem to be eating so much. Why? If I don't eat, how can I cut food? (laughs) But behind both, he wants to be happy. So 
That is what the main belief. If you ask me to give a name to God, I would say Mr. Happy. Or Ms. Happy. <laughs> I don't want to miss the happiness. <laughs> and that is the reason why, coming back to Father Kevin, all the Hindu monks have their name ending as Ananda. Why? Ananda means happiness, supreme happiness, bliss. How do you get that bliss? By renouncing everything. So what is your belief? I want to be always happy. That's my belief. And how will you get it? By renouncing everything. Thyagat Shantiranantaram. Peace and joy is my belief. And to get that, renounce your selfishness, your attachment. So the goal and the way, both are built in. So when you renounce your selfishness, you become a beautiful instrument to serve everybody. Do you believe in God or ultimate reality? What is it like? I think I have already answered it. Yes, ultimate reality is a condition where you are in supreme bliss. The ultimate reality. You may call it God or Samadhi or Satori. It doesn't matter. Because God is an experience, remember that. God is not a person. If you put God as a person, then God is limited. God cannot be omnipresent. Anything that is infinite, omnipresent, cannot have a form. But, of course, for our convenience sake, we see that formless one through a form. That doesn't mean God has got limited to a form. You use a form to know the formless. So, as formless, God is an experience. And that experience, when you have that experience, you are peaceful, you are joyful. That is the ultimate reality. What is the purpose of life? Sacrifice is the law of life. Life is to serve each other. Everybody is created in this universe not for themselves, but to serve others. And that's what we see in the very nature. Everything, grass, fruit trees, sun, moon, stone, metal, they are all there to serve others. Human beings are not exceptions to that. To serve others. You are not here just for your sake. You are here for others' sake. 
That is the purpose of human life. What is the highest ideal that a person can reach? Like enlightenment, heaven, etc. The highest ideal I'd like to use my famous triplet <laughs> to be useful always, not diseaseful, to be peaceful and to be useful. That's my highest ideal. Always, or in simple language, I thought this is simple, but still if you want to simplify, to be always healthy, never to look for a doctor and pills, and to be always peaceful, happy, healthy, happy, and useful. Though I recommend many of my good friends to become doctors, I know that they help others to live a life that they don't have to look for a doctor. There was a country, there is a country even now, I think, I don't know where it is, in China or somewhere. The doctors are paid as long as the citizens are healthy. The moment somebody falls, <laughs> they stop payment to the doctor. That means the function of the doctor is to make you, make, see you live healthy, free from disease. So that is what you call healthy, happy, and useful life. Enlightenment. When you have the healthy, happy, and useful life, the enlightenment comes. What makes you heavy? Too much up gathering and calling mine, mine. Huh? Accumulating things make you heavy. When you accumulate too much fat, you become heavy. When you accumulate too much things, you become heavy. When you give away everything, when you drop all the pounds and dollars, you become light. That's what enlightenment. Losing pounds will make you light. Though it sounds like the physical side, in the spiritual side also, the spirit is always light. Experiencing the spirit in you, as you, is what you call enlightenment. You are experiencing the light in you. When I say in you, then becomes you are different and the light is in you. You are that light. Experiencing that 
is what you call enlightenment. You are the spirit. Self-realization. Who am I? I am that pure spirit. I am the image of God, according to Bible. Anything else is ignorance. So, enlightenment means knowing your true nature. Experiencing that always. And by experiencing that true nature in you, as you, you are able to see everybody and everything made of the same spirit. First you know the spirit, yourself as the spirit, then you are able to see the same spirit everywhere. Mohini beautifully brought that point. You see others according to your image. A drunkard saw that fellow as another drunkard. A saint saw that fellow as somebody sitting or lying down in samadhi. So, if you want to see God in everything and everybody, you should have that God's eye, Divya Sakshu. That means you, your perception begins with God. As God, you see God everybody, in everybody. If you don't experience that God in you, you will never see God anywhere else. Because you have no eye to see. With physical eye, you see physical body. With intellectual eye, you see the intellectual side of the person. It's normal, no? If you come across a, a nice musician, he will immediately ask you, Oh, are you a musician? He would want to see everybody as a musician. He will talk that language. A carpenter would say, are you a good carpenter? Because he sees others from his eye. Likewise, a saint will see everybody as saint. God will see as God. So that is the foremost duty, to know our true nature. Know thyself. First know thyself, then see thyself in your neighbor, and then love your neighbor as you would love yourself. What is important to you? Hmm. I was about to say nothing. <laughs> hmm? <clears throat> the most important thing is your peace and that of others. Have peace and help others to find the peace. What makes you happy, sad, angry? 
nothing makes me happy. If things make me happy, when I lose them, I'll become unhappy. So, I am happy, always. I don't need anything to make me happy. If things make me happy, then they will, the same things will make me sad. And then I'll find an excuse, a scapegoat for losing that, I'll be angry. So one follows the other. Be happy yourself. Don't let things to make you happy. What do you feel is still something life? What do you feel is still something life has to teach you? I don't know, but the, there must be something more. That's why I'm still alive. If I have finished learning, I would have gone long before from the college. So the mere fact that I am still here in the college means I still have to learn something, but still I don't know what it is. When it comes, I will learn. Maybe something. I don't even worry about the future. <clears throat> what is the most important thing that you learned in or about life? Most important thing, lead a total dedicated life. Raise above these little limitations. Because you are a minute particle in the entire cosmos. You are a part of the whole. You are not just an individual, separate. What is the three biggest problems in life? Three biggest problems. Finding an answer to this question. Is <laughs> the biggest problem now. Hmm? I found one problem. Hmm? Hmm? How to find an answer? Hmm? That seems to be the only one right now. Hmm? <laughs> Why are you doing what you are doing? I don't know. I am not doing. I have been made to do. So you better ask the guy who makes me do. I don't question. My abbot would know. See? He don't go and ask, why are you do, making me do this? And he'll say, this is not the place for you to get out. Do you feel there is a basic difference between Maleness and femaleness besides the body? Wonderful question. Nothing. I always say, only the physical features make the big difference, male, female. 
they have the same blood, same flesh. The formation differs. Same mind, same taste, same temperament, same spirit, everything same. So this male-female question is nothing but talk of bundle of flesh. That's all. Other than that, there's no male and female. What is your core practice? A core practice. Leave everything in the hands of the beaver. <laughs> Leave it to beaver. <laughs> I mean, uh, not uh, not the beaver, beer. Not beer, beer. Not the becomer, beer. Leave it to beer. That's the core practice. No problem. Just leave it. What made you approach life in this way? What made me approach life in this way? <clears throat> Mother Nature the very life huh? which guides me throughout. Huh? Gently moves me along. So it's not that I decided to be like this or to do this. I'm not simply answering in a philosophical way. No. I'm just answering from my heart. Yes. I have no goal in life. I don't have to approach anywhere, do anything. Every minute I feel the unseen hand. Wherever he puts, I'm there. Whatever he makes me do, I do. That keeps me always free from any kind of stress, always happy, peaceful. All these guys may say even that title, founder, director, Swami Satchidananda, all this dirt, founder, director, it's all their labels. They have to have something, I don't know what it is for. I just move as the, the divine wind moves me. I'm nothing but a dry leaf fallen from the tree. Every time wind blows, 
it goes this way or that way. And I don't even question, why are you making me do this? Or pushing me here and there? Total surrender. And so far I have no problem with that at all. I'm very comfortable. People come, people go, organizations come, organizations go. They just come and go. Anything that comes, they'll go. Last night we gave a farewell party to somebody, a welcome party to somebody. Same party. Cut the same cake for both. <laughs> Life is like that. Accept it. Acceptance. I think I have answered all your questions. Okay? Well, thank you. Thank you for your patience, uh, people. Many of this might be the same old story. Hmm? Yeah. Thank you. Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om. Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om. Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om. Shanti, Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om. Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om. Shanti, Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.